Hey guys, so today I'm chatting to Tim Connabier from uh, Waves of Change. Um, Tim and I go way back. Uh, he was starting off uh, Waves of Change about nine years ago, the same time I was starting at Bigger Than Me. We met in a little coffee shop in Musenberg. And today we're, I'm going to be chatting to him just about a little bit about what Waves of Change is doing, particularly around mental health for, for children and, and young people within the townships and how they're using surfing to engage with young children, bring them out of, bring them out of um, their situations, giving them opportunities and how important mental health is in terms of um, being able to be an active member of society and give yourself the best opportunity to, um, to thrive. So without further ado, I give you Tim Connolly. Tim, how are you, sir? Long time. Yeah, long time. I'm on time. Years and years, but no, all good. Yeah, I remember, good. I remember um, we, we basically touched base, I don't know, it must have been about nine years ago or something, and I think it was in a, in a little coffee shop um, in Musenberg, uh, and you guys were just sort of starting off, and, and, and Bigger Than Me was kind of starting off, and um, yeah, and, and here we are, like sort of nine years later, really, I guess, you know? Yeah, geez, I'd have been almost in my 20s then. <laughs> I just turned 40, so it seems like a <laughs> like long a, time ago. Like a lifetime ago. Hey? So, yeah, literally. Um, obviously, I, I would have introduced you a little bit before, before this, but um, I think it would be great just to give our listeners a little bit of a insight in terms of what it, what it is Wave Change does and... Um, you know why you kind of came up with the idea and the concept and uh, yeah we'll, we'll just sort of take it from there. I mean broadly speaking we work in youth mental health so we were founded out well I mean when we first met we really it really was just a surf club that I used to run at uh, Musenberg Beach on the weekend yeah and together with a peace checher and a friend of mine was a researcher so did some research on on you know why kids were coming to the beach and what the service was offering them um, and basically we found that we were providing this um, uh, safe space that young people didn't have uh, especially young people coming from kind of volatile backgrounds in South Africa so uh, by and large township environments um, and when they came to the beach and they found this safe space that helped them learn new skills to kind of cope with their problems forge care attachments to adults um, and this helped moderate the impact of a lot of the stress that they were going through. So, I mean, broadly speaking, we call it um, surf therapy. So the, the surfing component helped build the confidence of these young people. Um, and then, you know, through these connections with the peach and myself, we were able to teach a few coping skills, um, help them deal with the challenges they were going through. And we realized that that service in South Africa is massively under-resourced by the government. I think something like 1% of the national budget goes to youth health services. So we thought, well, there's this need in South Africa and to be honest internationally for safe spaces where young people can go talk to people that um, they trust about their problems but spaces that young people want to be part of so we yeah we call ourselves a, a youth mental health organization um, and it's yeah using surfing to create these safe spaces for young people to um, address some of the challenges they're going through yeah and how have you how have you seen i mean obviously mental health there's quite a big spotlight on on that in, at, at the moment you know and it has been yeah. over the last couple of years but obviously you know when you guys initially started um this was something you just kind of fell into really noticing that this is what you were uh, 
providing, aside from obviously surfing being the main thing to draw the kids in, right? Um, yeah. So how have you seen that sort of shift over, over this time period from, from where we are now? Um, I mean, in the early days, it was totally, the, the, the program as it was totally unstructured. So like I said, it was me and Pish would just go down to the beach and we'd, um, we'd literally just go surfing. As we came to understand what parts of the day, because it was a day we'd go just to the beach, what parts of the day the young people valued, we then started amplifying that part of the program a little bit more. So the surfing was obviously a major reason that young people came. So we made sure that surfing was always a core focus. Yeah. But the opportunity to have conversations with adults about some of the challenges that they were going through was important. So we uh, developed this kind of mentor-mentee relationship. As a Ways for Change coach, you look after a number of young people, you get what's called a caseload. So as, as a social worker, would have a caseload of 20 kids. A Ways for Change now has a, a caseload. And they have um, kind of an intentional focus to build relationships with these young people. And, and, you know, if they have challenges at home or challenges at the school, they do home visits and school visits. And then the other part was... Uh, helping young people understand some of the emotions they were feeling and develop coping strategies. So we used to teach really simple um, strength building uh, exercises, um, some meditation exercises just to stay calm, strength recognition exercises, things that we draw from counseling programs um, that that work with young people. And we used to just do those at the beach every now and again. Um, And when the young people came to the program, they said that we we really, these tools help us so what we did is we wrote a whole curriculum of these activities that you can deliver at the beach and it was those three things really that that were integral or, or seemed to create the most value yeah. so you know in the early days like i said it was this weekend um program that would happen ad hoc uh, and we started realizing well the surfing the adults and this uh, curriculum that we've developed is creating the safe space for young people um, there are so many young people that need support across South Africa. So let's create a one-year program that young people can come to. Let's work with all of the different community stakeholders that work with the most at risk youth. So let's talk to Department of Education and, and identify people who are dropping out of school, or let's talk to the hospitals who are dealing with, um, who, who have outpatient programs. Mm. Um, and let's connect all of those uh, kids to the project. So, yeah, what, what was initially a relatively unstructured surfing club became more of a structured um, mental health intervention. And if you're today, if you're in a school of skills or if you're in a school for young people with um, autism or, or other learning barriers, you can actually you get referred into Ways for Change as part of your school day. So you come to a one morning session a week over the course of a year. If you're at a quintile one school uh, or an outpatient program, you get referred into the program in the afternoon. And again, you do one session a week for a year. And then once you've done a year's worth of um, programming with us, you join a weekend surf club. And what the weekend surf club does is it just helps you, uh, it helps the kids generate, learn sort of more advanced surfing skills, life-saving skills, um, connects them to other opportunities. Uh, so a lot of our surf club members today, you know, they work at uh, different surf schools across the country, um, Cinder, one of them is now a, a kind of into a kind of world sup competitor. Yeah, um, so it's been, no, it's been really cool. It's uh, I, I guess we just took the active ingredients of that weekend surf program and we, for want of a better, institutionalized them so we could turn it into a quantifiable program. Um, and that allowed us to work with a lot more children as well. Yeah, and then you're able to sort of measure measure the impact of that as well, right? So now, yeah. So you, so you guys, you obviously started. Um, around Musenberg and, and the, the Momwashi Bashi area and then um, around the beach there and then Kaya Licha and, and that. 
Um, or have you guys, and I know you've done, you're looking um, with the Wave Alliance program, um, sort of different networks around around the world um, with with similar sort of similar sort of goals. Explain to me a little bit about that and how that's that's kind of working. Yeah, I mean, so there's two big strands of the work today. The first one is just our work in South Africa. So we have um, a number of beach sites across the country now. We've got um, five, uh, three in Cape Town. So when I help, they uh, we do that in partnership with the Central Ocean Alliance. Yeah. Um, run by uh, Frank Solomon. Um, we've got a program in Kailich on the beach in Monrovici. We've got another one at Musenberg, another one in East London, another center in PE. Those centers, um, as I say, they deliver the surf therapy program that I was just explaining. Um, and they're linked in with a variety of different uh, kind of schools, hospitals and things. Um, so they work with about 2000 young people a year. And what has happened over the last few years is a lot of um, different partners have come to us and said, uh, how do you do Ways for Change? Like, how do we deliver a surf therapy program? And we thought, well, rather than opening Ways for Change sites all around the world, why don't mm. we partner with people and teach them how to run an intervention? And so that's the Wave Alliance. What the Wave Alliance does is it identifies youth organizations that are based on the beach in high risk uh, coastal areas. And we get some funding to then train that organization, equip them and support them to run their own surf therapy program. And the whole thing happens, you know, under their own brand and their own, okay. their own everything. So we've, um, we've worked with 34 partners now in 18 countries over the last couple of years. Wow. That's amazing. Um, and it's, it's a kind of interesting model because you know, the five sites that we run in South Africa, we need to resource. So we need to raise the money for them. Um, and we're accountable for everything that happens there. Mm. Um, with the Wave Alliance, we're supporting other organizations who are able to take the, the work forward under their own brand and they cover um, all the expenses. We give them a little bit of financial support when we can. Um, but the training that we give them, the impact measurement training we give them, it allows them to sustain their own projects um, onwardly. So after about a year's worth of training and support from us, they become fully independent of us. We, you know, we retain really good relationships with them and we have this network that... Um, that remains you know in constant communication uh but it's it's been a really interesting way to grow the work do lots of research but through the wave alliance it, it grows quite quickly okay and then how are, how have you guys been managing you know um i know from from our work with our clients and that kind of thing um COVID has obviously you know helped well in in some respects depending on what they do and, and whatever it's it, it's they've actually been been able to scale their work because um uh, it's it's amplified the need for what they do so they've they've actually grown yeah. quite quickly um as a result of that or um you know the, the opposite has had happened they've, they've really struggled to kind of make ends meet um and, and that sort of thing so how have you guys sort of found found the, the last 18 months um with that it's been interesting because like the the work that we do in south africa at the different sites the whole thing hinges on human connection and it's yeah. quite difficult to recreate that online so we were you know during the hard lockdowns and things we opened whatsapp support groups and we did online counseling and stuff um it was a way to get through and we we were able to keep the support going for the the 2000 young people that come to our programs but it wasn't you know, it wasn't what the organization set up to do. So, so now that the programs are back and the, you know, the schools are open, the beaches are open, the direct work that we're doing in South Africa is able to operate um, again. We've been quite lucky 
with the South African sites because our funders were great. They understood that you know South Africa didn't have a furlough scheme and that the employers really are the security net for so many South Africans. So our funders allowed us to keep the surf therapy sites open, our, our team on payroll, and you know we, we tried to go as remote as possible. But to be honest, that, that was really difficult um, because the, you know, the the whole foundation of our work is human connection. The partnerships work has been kind of interesting because as you say, like the concept of mental health all of a sudden. Um, before lockdown, we struggled a little bit to make a case for mental health being a priority in government spends and funder spends that it was always seen as quite a soft outcome. Mm. Now all of a sudden that the whole world's experienced what it feels like to be locked away, away from you know your family, your friends, not being able to exercise, you realize like it, it really doesn't feel good and it changes the way that we think about ourselves or you know our general mood um so so mental health has become a, a major talking point and a lot of people have phoned us up and said like how how do you do this like how do you provide this program so we've we've actually managed to gain lots of work on that side of the organization mm. um which has brought new income into the organization we've started doing some consulting work for organizations like unicef for example in, in somalia so it's, it's been yeah very I guess it's accelerated the the partnership side of things and we've experimented how we can train people online uh, whereas we used to do a lot of work in person so yeah, yeah it's it's driven a little bit of innovation there it's definitely expanded our partnerships work um the face-to-face work like I said in South Africa slowed down but now that lockdown's easing that's that's picking up again so mm. yeah a bit of a curse and a bit of a blessing I guess in equal measure yeah it's definitely been there right um yeah. I've, I've sort of been you know with again with with a lot of our clients the once you dealing with you know the benefactors and the, and, the, and the kids that go through your program you know it, it, it's not necessarily obviously obviously the, the, the child or ever or ever that um, or that learner or whatever it might be that goes through the program is directly benefiting from it but but there's there's a far wider reach that I would imagine happens within the community as well you know where where um, uh, children and and that kind of thing that are going through these different programs are are realizing that there are is there are opportunities at the end of the day they are able to um, uh, improve their situation um, whether it's through music um, or whether it's through surfing or whatever it might be how explain to me a little bit about that in terms of how you've seen just in terms of um, opening the eyes in terms of po- possibilities and opportunities of you know from being within a township environment to actually um seeing that i can actually bring myself out of this and surfing has has helped me see that as as a potential way for me to to get out and yeah and i guess it starts with again it comes back to that mental health lens Mm um and we've done quite a lot of research with uh, organization well university in america called the new school and we've been looking at how your physiology changes um, as a result of stress and also as, as the amount of stress in your body um, kind of wanes. So um, what we found with kids when they come into the program, bearing in mind that a lot of the people we work with come from uh, uh, home environments where there's lots of change the whole time, they're dealing with lots of stress, so they have an abnormal stress load. And we found that that um, changes the way that your, your brain functions, essentially. Um, okay and you you see difficulty processing information um 
you see changes to the way um, young people feel about themselves and quite often that leads to difficulty imagining a future. I was going to say um, sort of a very sort of myopic Topic view on, on, on things as opposed to being able to actually see yourself in the future, right? Yeah, I mean, essentially, the, 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 you're in a fight or flight mode, so everything's very yeah. short term. Um, and what we need to do, and this is the idea of a counseling program, any kind of uh, mental health intervention, is trying to uh, help young people or help people get to a stage where they can um, start to act, interact with the world around them in a slightly calmer uh, way, and then they can start imagining what the future looks like. So what we found is, you know, young people when they come to the beach uh, and they haven't had any kind of psychological support, um, social support, they're in this fight or flight mode. So it's very difficult for them to imagine anything else than what's right in front of them now. And then once you've gone through, um, typically after about three or four months of programming, once you've, you've got to know new friends and you've got to know coaches that really care about you, your confidence grows a bit because you've mastered surfing. Um, and you've learned one or two kind of coping mechanisms we see the stress signatures in young people's bodies change and that allows them to start processing processing information differently so then the idea of a future becomes easier to imagine and there's so many opportunities that exist all around south africa um, that's when you see young people start to act on them so that's kind of our goal is you know to, to help young people settle and then ideally just to introduce a few opportunities around the program. Here's a life-saving club, here's a surf school, uh, here's an after-school reading club. But there's so much that happens in South Africa. If you can just help young people get out of fight or flight mode, um, introduce them to these other opportunities, you do start to see big change happening. Mm. Uh, and cool, and that, that's kind of what we found through the partnerships work as well as it works equally if you have a surfing program, skateboarding, there's so many activities that help young people um, soothe, you know, get out of this fight or flight mode. Uh, and, and that's kind of the trick. So I think that's, yeah, that's what we're, that's, that's kind of the main message that we always try and emphasize in the work is it's, it's not always just about piling in with lots of resources and, and thinking that material things are going to make a difference. It's actually creating a safe space where young people, you know, first of all, can just settle. And then, you know, after three or four months, you start connecting them to opportunities. And uh, you know, it's, it's when you feel able to function that you that can then take up the opportunity to yeah. yeah i mean i think i think that's that's a really great approach because because you're ultimately dealing with with what the, the, the core root of the problem is as opposed to just sort of putting a band-aid over it and, and hoping something happens along the way but this is actually coming to the core which is which is ultimately like you've been saying sort of mental health and surfing just happens to to as the vehicle to bring to bring the kids in with the program and then the mental health thing flows from there yeah and i think I mean, as i said i think this is what lockdowns kind of helped us articulate i think all of us experienced a lot of um new emotions potentially through being shut in our homes and disconnected from everyone that we care right. about and it it definitely changes the way that you interact with the world around you um and trying to articulate that in a world where that where not everyone had had that experience was quite difficult. But now that we've got this kind of common understanding that actually it really matters how I feel internally. Mm. Um, you know, it does make it a lot easier for us to, to talk about that kind of mental health lens. And, um, you know, if you can create these safe spaces it then opens up a range of opportunities down the line, the first, you know, the core, the primary need is to create the safe space for, for young people to start with. And, you know, surfing is a great way to do that. It's non-threatening. It's lots of fun, skateboarding, climbing, yoga, all these different activities you can just, you know, you can use to create these um, spaces that people want to be part of. Mm.
and then you can build you know on top of that cool so um if if for example some of our listeners and that kind of thing want to get involved with you guys and um want to find out a little bit more about the program like how do they get in touch um obviously we'll we'll um, send links to various social media channels and, and that kind of thing but but what is yeah. what is basically what is are there packages where funders can get involved or, or different brands for example um, how, how does that normally yeah. work so the i mean the easiest way to get involved at the moment is we've we've got a campaign running on our websites and we we worked out we we work two thousand young people a year so we um and, and these are young people that can't um afford to pay for the service you know we work with with kids who are um quite often from families that are living right on the on the on the on the bread line they don't have health insurance there's no one who's going to fund any of these kind of health interventions and so we we need to provide everything for free so we worked out we provide seventy-two thousand free surf therapy lessons a year and the easiest way for a, a, a brand to get involved a fund to get involved is, is just help us cover some of those costs so what the campaign does at the moment is it just it gives a number to the average cost of a session and you can sponsor a number of kids through the year uh, you can sponsor okay. a number of sessions you can even sponsor a whole site um that campaign's live on our website at the moment so um if you're if you're a brand and you want to get involved uh yeah please jump on we, we get lots of media exposure um and renell who does uh, renell and tanya who do all of our kind of corporate events they can actually give a number to the, the exposure that we get as well uh there's also a competition on our website at the moment if you want to if you're just an individual you want to do a fundraiser for us uh you can win a bunch of prizes as well so if you know the, the, our top fundraisers most creative fundraisers there's things like um i think there's like a uh, there's a mummy water hamper on there i can see you've got a mummy water hat um yeah. there's some finished air goodies on there which is a, a really cool surf brand from the uk so yeah i mean if, if you want to run a fundraiser for us um raise a little bit of money through a bake sale or a run or something creative you can also sign up on the website and you can you know most creative fundraiser most money raised um you can yeah. win a bunch of prizes there as well so um yeah all on uh wesforchange.org or on our social media channels okay man tim thanks so much for your time man i really i really appreciate it i, I love what you guys have done for for as long as we've met or known each other now um and uh yeah hopefully hopefully this podcast just helps get get the word out there a little bit more about incredible organization that you've that you've founded and started um and uh, yeah thanks so much for your time i really appreciate it no thanks for getting in touch it's, yeah like i said it's been so long it feels like a lifetime ago that we actually met and it's great yeah. to see yeah well i mean you've become change. a father now as well and yeah so yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, six months, six months in, still learning. Okay. Jack's in the deep end. Yeah, well, you you you're always in the deep end, man. <laughs> when it comes to that, but it's the best thing you'll ever do, you know. Mm. No, it's been no, it's epic. It's it's, it's definitely just just changes everything. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely, and you you develop your own little surf packet at the same time as well. Yeah. <laughs> cool, Tim. Thanks so much. Hey. Cheers, mate. I'm glad yeah. we managed to get this together in the end. And uh, thanks so much. Eh? We'll chat soon. Yeah. yeah. Cheers.